podcasting like we mean it, you've downloaded the Red Boy Podcast featuring me, Absolute Amy. Welcome to show 159 for October 1st, 2008. This podcast is rated PG-13. Psst, you're listening to a Red Corn Studios production. Don't tell your mama. Baby. What the hell are you doing? What, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Are they just wacky sounds, you know, to liven things up? Podcasting from the dining room in the cornfields of central Illinois. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. Welcome, Red Boy and Absolute Amy. Whose cars park next door? Do you even know? The Enterprise rent a car. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Good answer. Good answer. Hello, children's. Welcome to Red Boy Podcast One Fifty Nine on the Boulevard of the Cornfields. We're talking about who's cheating who, Amy. We got a little marriage talk tonight. The heart is on the line each and every time. Love is stolen in the shadows of the night. Though it's wrong all along, it keeps going on, as long as it keep it out of sight. Still you wonder who's cheating who, and who's being true. Who don't, oh, who don't, care, who don't anymore? care anymore? Amy, do you even care anymore? The Enterprise is next door. And no, Dan and CJ, that's not the Starship Enterprise next door. It is... The Rent-A-Car. The Rent-A-Car. Or... The Rent-A-Van. The Rent-A-Van, as it were. Well, children's, as we said, welcome to 159 of the Red Boy Podcast, along with the always lovely, absolute Amy. How are you, my love? Highly stressed. Highly stressed you are. And you know what? We played that song for a reason. We're, 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 we're got a little we marriage, marriage and family talk tonight. I got a D in marriage and family in college. So did I. That's <laughs> why we're together. <laughs> but <laughs> that's really sad. But it explains That's really a lot. not funny. No, that shouldn't really be we funny. We have two at all. children. I don't know. But my professor, she was like on her fourth or fifth marriage and she had no kids. So, how does this work? Hmm. That's why you got a D. I don't know. I don't know. But, but we also had like half the time had green hair. We, we had this conversation this week because we've got a couple friends in the potosphere who are, get, are divorced or getting divorced or newly getting separated. <laughs> and. Weren't we talking about this last weekend with my family about, no, oh, my mom saw somebody's like, are they still married? I'm like, yeah, mom, they got divorced like four years ago. Yeah. But we started talking about even our own wedding video. Oh, it's so depressing. You don't even want to watch it. We're like, dead, dead, divorced, dead, divorced. No, there's more divorces than dead people. Actually, you're right. There are. Pretty much the only people who are I think there was probably four or five people who were ended up divorced. The only ones who are not with us, I think, are like grandparent types. Yeah, we had... My grandma and grandpa and your... your oh. And Gran. Who was uh, it? Yeah. Gran yeah. who wasn't related to us, but your sister-in-law's grandma. But, you know, but, and we had a stressful day today, too. So it's, you know, so, you know, we're going we're gonna to get to this because I saw this whole... On top of all that, I saw this article in Parade Name. 
Oh, great. And we'll, we'll go completely out of order just because I like to keep Where are we at? some symmetry. I don't even see what this is on my this notes. This is way down at the bottom. It's not even on here. Oh, oh there it is. Let me check so, this off. We're going to start I, this off. I, I have to check it off. Isn't isn't Parade Magazine, like, doesn't everybody get that? I don't know if everybody does. I think most. A lot of people do, maybe. A lot of people. Depends on which newspaper. I don't say. Our local cornfield paper does. There's probably, what, only four real newspapers now in the United States? <laughs> or four everything newspaper else is, groups? Everybody else is copies and pastes. <laughs> they say. They just put Journal Star, the Panagraph. Or if you're The our, Daily Gazette. They oh. just they just slap on the new the the new ma- the masthead on there a different one same paper, insert your local stories here. Or if you're uh, our local TV channel, you say our local news partner, the Panagraph. So when you're the radio TV people taking news from the paper, and I shouldn't that. even be like making fun of this, but when I was in college, I was a journalism major. So well, not journalism, but radio and television. And we would for extra credit, our one professor would have us bring in articles with all the mistakes, and we <laughs> called it not the. Not the paragraph, the paragraph. The paragraph, yes. Not very nice. But anyway, so speaking but of... But it is my news partner. They are our news partner here in the cornfields. <laughs> we don't ever quote their news. But this did come out of their newspaper. The parade, you know, uh, the parade magazine that comes in the newspaper. Kind of The circular. truth about American marriages, Amy. Oh, you actually read that? I did. And I, I didn't. Hi- and I highlighted it as well. Oh, you did not take that out there. You went online. Well, no, because you threw the paper away. Oh. Or it's stacked up in a bunch of crap. I no, because we have to save the papers because we're going to be painting. Hopefully. If you're lucky, we will. We are going to start painting. Stop it. But people want to think that marriages in the United States really are a toxic mess, Amy. But here's some, here's some, real, here's some facts. Here's some real you. facts for you. Marriage seem to be working quite well for most Americans. The people surveyed, about 88% say they were happy or reasonably content. I think I'd be reasonably content. (laughs) Better be happy. There's going to be a toaster coming your way, buddy. (laughs) Only 12% Amy ranked their marriage at the bottom of the scale in between miserable and I wish I could get out. I've been there, done that. And I actually, I didn't know I took this poll that they already did the results for. I'm like, it's like, it asks a question about, Every day, do you wake up glad you're married? And one of them was like, wish I could, or how many times do you think about getting out of your marriage? Never, sometimes, every day. I'm like, all right, everything and every day. How did you answer that? I said, never. Good Because my wife may read this. (laughs) Okay, but, okay, why? why, I am going to hurt you later. Amy, why did you get married? To me specifically, because you're you. as as we've told before, longtime listeners. Amy was married before. I love you. Well, good answer. Seventy one percent chose deep love as a reason. I do. I love you more than I loved you on the day that we got married. Because after all this, I haven't run like a screen. I do. Girl. People, I do. I love you more than I have loved you. This is we're almost to our ninth anniversary, and I love you more. Yes, October nine. I do. Please remind me so I get her. And everybody doesn't think I love you, but I love you. Uh, And we talked about that earlier, didn't we? 73% said companionship to get married. No, I love you. To me, what the hell is that? (laughs) Oh, I left the email open. Sorry. (laughs) Brother Love sent me an email if you keep keep score at home, kids. (laughs) Whoop. (laughs) My apologies. Uh, You'll find out why later that I have that open. Uh, Amy, uh, only 7% complain that their marriages are unhappy or hostile. Now, in my opinion... We can be hostile, or I can be. <laughs> but isn't there a fine line between an unhappy marriage 
and a hostile it's like that's abusive yeah th- unhappy he's like oh well you know I, I don't really really want to be with her and hostile is getting your ass kicked i don't know if those really should be grouped together maybe that's kind of sad 70 percent of men surveyed said they never think about leaving their wives Whereas nearly half of the women said they think about leaving their husbands at least occasionally and sometimes daily. No. Although that's funny. Where am I going to go? But well, what, <laughs> what, what's funny about that is 70% of the men said they, they don't want to leave their wives. But like a higher percentage of the men have actually cheated on their wives. Yeah, because so, they have no intention on leaving. So I don't want to leave. I just want to have other sex. Yeah, men don't like to change. Even worse than women. Well, somewhere in here is a question about why didn't you? Why won't you get divorced? It's like too big of a pain in the ass. Why don't you want to leave them? And if you have kids, I mean, I mean, we know people who have gotten divorced, and 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 the reasons that they've gotten divorced, you know, it's not always the traditional male cheating. Although some we know, I've been that. Some have been irreconcilable differences. Other females, females cheating. Three quarters reported that their sex lives were reasonably, reasonably quote unquote, fulfilling. Although that means twenty five. How per- much percentage of that? Three quarters. That'd be seventy five percent reported that their sex lives are reasonably fulfilling. I would, I would, given the circumstances with two kids, a freaking dog, and everything else. Reasonably, I say mine's fulfilling. I would say very fulfilling based on our circumstances. I Not say, vacation sex every day no, because you can't have it. I'm happy. Twenty-five uh, percent put their sex Matt's lives. Not you know he he, he got that off. He he's not. Twenty-five <laughs> percent put their sex lives on the tolerable or terrible end of the spectrum. We're not there. No, that can be terrible. There's no such thing as bad pizza. Come on, people. When it comes to frequency, Amy, the largest group, thirty-one percent, said they are having sex less than once a month. Come on now, people. Less than once a month? Been there. Done that. But that's the largest group. And that would be in the same group (laughs) that are 75. The the guys don't want to (laughs) leave. And they're cheating on their wives. Although 27%. I know, kids, this is a lot of stats, isn't it? 27% answered at least a few times a week. So, I mean, the largest. times. Does that mean few? Is few more than two? Yes, I was taught as an early boy, young boy. So it's three. So three. they're having at least three or maybe... more a week. That's pretty good. Twenty-seven percent. I mean, they offset the thirty-one percent doing it. They must have been the younger scope, the the newly married. Yeah, I didn't get the demographic <laughs> of what they pulled this uh, whole poll from. Uh, let's see. Fully sixty percent of men said they don't have sex enough. A feeling shared by fifty-one percent of the women. Maybe if they all got together, basically it's half and half. You know, but maybe half of those men need to be it's having like sex a, with their half of those it's women. Like a roller coaster. You have peaks and valleys. And valleys. I agreed. I hear you. You know that. It's like podcasting, we have peaks and valleys. Yeah, when we want to. We're finally back. You know, after how long? And you know. I don't know, I have a clue. How, well, how long has it been since our last podcast? Almost two weeks since my <gasps> last podcast, Father. Oh my gosh! Forgive me, Podfather, for I've sinned. All right, you know we're dragging this on. Let's do one more, Amy. Okay. Uh, Can't wait. Come on. Hit me right. with your best shot. Secrets. Secrets are always good. 24% have kept an important secret from their spouse. 63% would try to save their marriage if a spouse was unfaithful. And 19% of men have had sex outside the marriage. 
I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just reporting. Somewhere there was the one. Oh, here we go. This is the one I wanted. Nearly half the men and 41% of the women admit to keeping something to themselves. And I read this about keeping a secret. Have you kept anything from me? Anything at all? Ever? Have you? Me? We all know that's the case since you've decided to have your little confessions on the podcast. Well, Amy, if I could find the sound clip. I, I you know what? There's certain things that I, you know, maybe don't tell you at the certain time. Amy. Yes, Matt. Oh, great. If you tell me you bought any more camera equipment, I'm killing you. <laughs> no, I don't have a confession. Oh. <laughs> but I think, you know what? Oh, it's, you know what? It's not a white, it's not even a lie. Here's an example of me not telling you something. Okay. Okay. We're getting ready to go out of town. And I was kind of doing one of my... You didn't pack any sexy panties, I know that much. But I'm sure that's not the point, but go ahead. (sighs) Continue on, please. We're getting ready to go out of town. Getting ready to go out of town, and it was a conference thing, and I was like, ooh, you know, I need a couple new things to wear. Obviously not negligee. Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> things that other people besides you would see. Oh, okay. So, I went out and got a couple things, and I told you about this. Yes, you did. However, right next door to the store, I bought a couple things. It was, was Victoria's Secrets. Was, it was a store that I wanted to buy a, a purse at. So, mm. so, I bought this yes. little purse, and it was a purse that I could only carry. Only my stuff. It's basically a wallet on a giant string. Now let's preface this before people it's start jumping cute. down your throat. Everybody s- would love it. You can go and see it on VeraBradley.com. This is a secret com. you it's knew would be found out. It is like the new pattern for the fall. It's like cafe latte or something. It's black with some brown and caramels and stuff. And our Ladies, friend you will has this. love it. Yes, and actually I had seen it and I was trying to buy not that exact wallet type purse but, but a different one. They didn't have it. So I said, uh, eh, let's go for it. She lives in Florida. I live here. It's not like we're going to be running into each other often. So. Oh, hold on. Uh, I didn't know that having matching purses was a uh, fashion football. Oh, football. it can be at times. But anyways, so I get it and I don't hide it from you. No, you did not. You I did, did not. not. I just got it out on the day of we're going to leave for our trip. I loaded it up and I I put it. I actually, I left it like laying like for two days prior in our living, in our uh, bedroom so you could see it. You never didn't even see it in your defense. <laughs> you really? Would. Have you seen our bedroom? <laughs> I, mean, I can barely find my shoes. However, um, so anyways, I loaded up. I'm all excited. I've got my little like travel outfit on. We load the kids up and everything. You don't. He does not notice until we are at dropping off the kids in front of your mom. You're like, hey, that's a new purse. <laughs> like, well, yes, it is. And I honestly was hoping that our friend gave it to her as a gift. No. But she didn't. No. But she, but I love it. In your defense, though, then you go, uh, and but, actually, but I didn't buy the more expensive backpack. I actually, there's a, I want to get the tote in that. And I'm going to ask for Christmas for like the the actual duffel bag to have my own little bag that I can put my own clothes oh in when we go God, places. Oh my God, are you kidding me? No, I really like it that much. Oh, Jesus. It's I'm very exciting. Like... I know you're all exceptionally bored, but... That was not, I didn't lie. And that's an example of keeping. And I didn't keep it from you. I just presented it. But you, shopping is a good example for you. You'll buy stuff that you don't say come home and tell me. Maybe he'll see it. Maybe he won't. No, I don't do that a lot either. No. I don't. I tell you. 
I usually tell you, I went and I bought this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you then like two months later or another time I put it on, you're like, hey, is that new? I've only worn it three times in front of you. You know. <laughs> Love you too, honey. <laughs> My, um, only my ex-husband bought this for me. But I bought you new shoes today. Oh, I love you for that. You know, and you, you rarely go shopping for me because I kind of like to buy my own stuff. You do. And but you called me and you knew what shoes I wanted. And I'm sitting there and I'm in, I've got the 30% Kohl's coupon. Girls. Amy got 30. Charles, you know who we are. 30% again. <laughs> so we got the 30% coupon because we got it a couple months ago and we threw it away. <laughs> Yeah, well, we don't know who On did. accident. We, one of us in a cleaning frenzy, yes. it got pitched. So we were like, well. In the shithole we call Redcorn Studios. So it came up again, which I was shocked that we actually got it again. Without the without the little label over it. We think the male person was Probably, snaking our uh, coat. Once again, the, the conspiracy of our male p- person. Oh, Razor's ugly head. So anyways, we have the 30% off thing. I go in. I'm like, okay, got to get Maggie her coat. That winter coat. We tried on Maggie's winter coat. Poor Maggie. Matt looked at her and goes, if there's a snowstorm today, the coat fits. <laughs> but by the time the snow gets here, not so much. <laughs> I mean, and I don't want my child to look like she I just... mean, you know, she, you know, when you, okay, now just stand perfectly still. And then as soon as she raises her arms up, it's yeah. like a three-quarter sleeve thing. I told Amy, that looks good. Have her raise her arm. I'm like, elbow. Yeah, it was or not. So, coat. poor Maggie. So I went. I'm like, okay, got the quest. Winter coat. You went shopping. Come on. Shoes for Matt. I know. You called me? Because last time we were there, no size 12. Sons of bitches. So I walk in and I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking at the shoes. Do we have, see, we're size 12. And I'm sitting there going, oh, please. I think it's size 12. Then I'm going, searching my mind. You know what they say, Which pair of shoes? Which is he needing? Are they black? Are they brown? Are they black? Are they brown? Big hands, big feet. I'm not, whatever. Big gloves, big shoes. I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, okay, he's, it's got to be a 12. It's got to be a size 12. So I'm finding this one pair. I'm like, these are kind of nice. And then I'm like, oh, well, these are too. So I grab both of them. They're both size 12s. Throw them in. And I call you and I leave you this urgent message. Please call me back. And you got over with the story shortly, we hope. And you called me. I called you. And long story short, I have shoes. And I'm very happy about my shoes. I love my shoes. I'm going to wear them tomorrow. Actually, I really do like both of them. And I'm very happy. I'm the kid who, when he got new shoes, wore them out of the store. I was too. You don't let our kids do that. No, because I was the, also the kid who wore them out of the store, and then the next day I had a blister on my foot. <laughs> and you couldn't return them because exactly because I had already worn them. So, well, speaking of things, Amy, uh, we can't. Oh, here, how about we do a little palate cleansing? The red oh my gosh! Boat soon we'll be making another run. May I just say that we miss you, Adam? Yeah, I know. Adam, bring your ass back because we need some fresh funky tracks here. At the Just come and leave us a horrible voicemail or, or a wonderful something. one. Or a wonderful one. <laughs> okay. I've got a whole superhero concept with Red Boy. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a superhero, you know, kids. The dog, Amy. Oh, my gosh. Y'all Should know? I go get my phone and play the no, the horrible no. message that was left on my message? And we're not going to be, we'll leave the dog geeking out to Tim and James over at Tastes Like Burning. Okay. But we have a little dog named Belle. And she's a corgi. And she's a corgi. She's a Pembroke Welsh corgi, for whatever. those of you. And she is a, from AK, Champ- she's from Champion Lines. If you give a crap, there you go. When you're on the race for the Yukonuba, Matt, you care about these things. When you're on the race for Yukonuba, <laughs> only corgis will give you the very best. Vote corgi in 08. Not tricolor either, Matt. No, she's a 
sable or whatever she is. Anyway. She's beautiful. So we don't want puppies. So we want to have fixedness done. And thank you We're those. We're going to have her spayed. Thank you those who on Twitter the asked Bob when Amy Barker was going to have. Who asked when Amy was going to have me fixed. I am fixed already. Thank you very much. You're keeping score at home. So stop doing that. Amy. <laughs> Who's at the front door? <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, okay, going in, standard procedure. You drop her off. Here's kind of your pay to play. Yeah, I dropped her off. We'll do kids. this, this, and the this. Ki- you know, and, and that was so sweet because they took her back, and the kids kind of like, kind of like, followed, and they're like, "Is that where she's gonna go back and go to sleep?" <laughs> and of course, I'm feeling bad I'm like, and whispering. It's okay, honey. Let's go. And off we went. Off you went. La, la, and la, it was la, supposed la. to be, a, you know, a standard. Everybody, you know. Doctors, the vendors. You pick her up today, like yeah. four o'clock. It'll Whenever, be fine. Well, She'll we'll be okay. We'll call you after the procedure. We'll my let favorite you line: know. in and out, nobody gets hurt. So I say, here's my cell phone. Here's my husband's cell phone. Just let us know if everything, you know, hopefully everything. So I fine. get a phone call, but I don't know, two ish. No, I get a well, phone okay, call. Okay, let's skip your phone call first. My phone call was horrible. My phone call is, hi, this is Doctor Fill in the Blank. Oh, I have Bell right here. Everything is fine. She's doing well. We had some complications. I'm like, oh, what? well, she stopped breathing. Really? That's like a huge freaking complication. How do we resuscitate her? And, well, we had to help her breathe. Okay. And, you know, but she's okay now. She's it's like, eating some dog food. She's having, you know, she's okay now. I'm like, really? And the, the funniest, and then you got a message that. I get a message. My phone rings. I'm at Your the message bank. is not any different, really. But my message, no, it was a little bit more detailed. It was, well. Hi, da 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 da. Here you we go. Heard it different than and I then did, it was the whole. Well, you know, she was having she was having some problems with the anesthesia, and she kind of started to come out of it. And then we so were, we, we dialed it up. She we started were, to die. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. And then I'm sitting there. I'm driving because I'm going home listening to this. I have this. I'm tears running down the side of my face because well you cried a lot in the car this week. And we you? resuscitated her, and it's you know it's all okay. And I'm like I'm oh my puppy's well, fine. Well, the dog that drives me nuts. Oh my god! The one thing we figured out is, we need to just give her nickels worth of free advice. That when you have these type of things to share with the owner, maybe just say everything went well. There's some more details I'd like to share with you. Give me a call. Not bells oh, out. The- How about this? Bell's out of surgery and she's doing fine. Just give us a call and we'll just give you a little report. Yeah, that would be better than oh. saying. By the way, she almost died on the table as and- we were cutting her. And they said that on. I'm not exaggerating that. She just said as as we started to you know remove you pull, the ovaries, which you know sometimes they'll <laughs> sometimes that oh they have a little bit of labored breath. She's quit breathing. That's ah! what, that's labored. You ain't breathing. That's, so that's pretty much everything labored. was fine. She's fine. Last night she looked. I mean, oh my gosh, I just wanted. I was just so weepy because. Oh, she looked like hell. And then they put the you know. The, <laughs> she has that cone head thing. She's on. She's got the cone on. We're trying to help her. I get her. You help. We get her up onto the couch, and she just lays there, and we. I'm petting her, and it was just oh horrible. Just a little doggy bedside. And then about twelve twenty, to be exact. Because we took her up to our room and put the cage in the, case her crate up in our in room. In case she quit breathing, I was going to hear her while I was asleep. Hell, I don't hear the kids cry. I'm not going to hear a dog Matt, quit breathing. She's in my room, right? I know. Remember? You hear she's everything. One, she's my furry baby. So she's like screaming. I'm like, Matt, Belle needs to go out now. She did pee. She peed. She was wide awake. So periodically, I kept hearing her root around. Well, because like, she slept. I keep, I keep turning the light on. I know. <laughs> Matt's like, I'm like, okay, 
What's she doing in there? I check on her. Bell, look at me. I click them off. <laughs> like, I don't wake up. I think much. like three times last night I did it, and I heard. I heard her one time. I heard her breathing, kind of <sighs> funny noise. So I'm like, click. And I, I yes, yeah, she's still breathing. Click. I identify I, with Dan from uh, Love Long. And My Proctor. children come in. That, no, I can sleep to the kids and everything, but I wake up for security things. Well, a light going. <laughs> Wakes me up. Hello. Why is the light on? So every time. And I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I, I, I do feel bad about this last night. All you did was look over at her. It's like, no, no, no. This is I wake up, I look up, light, Amy looks over, click, click. Are you freaking kidding me? You disrupted my right, sleep Maggie that. comes in because she got cold last night. So well, it's getting cold in the cornfield, it too. It's gonna be, it is going to be heater cold tonight. Well, here, I'll tell you right now. It's going to be... Uh, hold on. Come hold on. on. One up, moment, please. Load up there. Uh, it's going to be... It's 54 right now. Uh, Those are highs. Those are highs. I don't have a low. You don't have low. It's 54 right It's now. going to be down like, not freezing, but it's in the 30s. It's going to be downright cold, kids. So last night, Maggie's in with us. She's in between. All of a sudden, I heard our door open, but I did not move. The boy came in. And it makes me feel so guilty because I can feel him looking over us, assessing it. Oh, well, how do I get in there? She's freaking in there again. How can I get in there? Taking my space. And he's too old. He's eight. I don't care about the Saturday morning, or I don't care if he comes in at five o'clock to cuddle, but it's he needs to sleep in his own room. So I did not move. I laid there like I was dead. So did I, because you know what? I was. I actually was asleep. Funny that. I was not. And then he went back to his room, and I didn't even ask him about it this morning. I don't, what's your opinion on family beds? I was okay with it till our children get bigger. <laughs> and the problem is... No, we don't... But our problem uh, is, no, Maggie... I will not kick my children... You know what? My kids are only going to be this little... We're not... We don't have like a family bed, no. but we all... It's time to go to bed, family, yeah, in no. the family bed. We no. all have beds. We play the, circle, the, the circus game. But I was okay. You know, when you're four, it's okay. The problem is you have an eight-year-old who wants to do it and a four-year-old who probably should still be allowed to do it. I don't know how to... Excuse me, handle that. Well, no, 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 you no, told no. me I have in the past week slept with him. <laughs> you did that one night. And you know I don't, something happened that he was having, I, he had a bad dream. But I like his bed. It's, I, I know. He, except for it being a platform bed and like how many feet off, four feet off the you ground. You may kill yourself if you're <laughs> sleepwalking, yes, but. Five feet off. No, don't stand four. up, you get your head in the fan. <laughs> but it is comfortable. Oh, and, and what did I say? It should be because it's the least slept in. Amen. Besides his little buddies, it is the least slept in bed. Yeah, I would agree. But we love our children. Amy, what you gonna do? I like that song, don't you? All right, Amy, let's get to a couple more things. You what know, are we gonna say? What, what else here? No, no. Oh, can I lead some journeys here? All right, you get one more and then we're gonna... I am gonna tell about you and your new endeavor. Please, sure. My sweet husband, as you all know, you've all gone to his Flickr page. Flickr.com slash Red Boy Podcast. <laughs> he has started his next. My next endeavor. Endeavor. His Amy, newest business. Amy claims it's just because I'm addicted to business cards. Exactly. Red corn, not porn, red corn. You and my dad and your brother-in-law are the only three people red I've ever heard say it. corn studios. As we hear at the beginning, you're listening to it like this. Here, right. So if you go to Red. You're listening to a Red Corn Studios production. If you go to redcornstudios.com, Matt has this new photography business. 
There you go. Let me just tell you, Made if nothing. there are any future brides out there who are listening who want to use my husband as a photographer, you will first be interviewed by me to find out if you will be a bridezilla. If I have any inclinations that you will be a bridezilla, you will not be getting my husband as your photographer. Well, that's the catch-22 is because, yeah, I... I because I, I can see lots of bridezillas coming after you because you're cheap. Well, because I have experience in the bridal industry. You do. I was a DJ for, what, four or five years plus. And, and we dated, and you would say, please come. Well, we didn't have anything else to do, so you'd come Why along. Why don't you come with me? Go, go this wedding. be fun. You get a free meal. Free meal, free booze, whatever. Maybe some dancing. We'll have a few and, drinks. And some of them were fun. And some of them there, sucked. We had some, there were some awesome weddings. But we, I mean, I remember there are a few that come to mind, and then there are a few to come to mind, and I'm sitting there going, holy cow. But you know what? Because... You got a bride who's back at the back bar smoking and drinking and wonders why everybody's not on the dance floor. I don't know, because you're a bitch and everybody's smoking and drinking with you back there. Exactly. So, Matt? And then play the same song again. Oh, that's right. If I play it twice, they're going to dance. So that's the lesson I've learned. I think I should be able to charge a higher price because I'm going to be an exclusive photographer. If you're a bitch, (laughs) bridezilla, or an asshole groomzilla, I am not shooting your wedding. Get over yourself. It's not your special day. That's when I quit DJing because I quit DJing when I decided your special day is not that freaking special. It's a nice day. It's fun. It's wonderful. We'll remember it. You'll remember it. Sure, I'll take a picture. I'll play a song, whatever. But at the end of the day, the people who are there, forget about it. You're right. I agree with you 100%. It is, it is a nice day. It is an impo- is it worth getting it, a stick up your ass about? It is an important day. But statistically, Matt, sixty percent of them are. Well, but I have sti- all the stats. But statistically, in a year they're going to be. Serving, most of them, know. it might be just your trial run. Like I had one of those. There it was go. practice. <laughs> and this is so. This and is I a don't life mean sentence. to be. I do not mean to be um, a pessimist about this. I know. I'm a realist, people. But what? let's be a realist. You're in there. It's all special. Next thing you know, a couple years down, somebody's screwing around hey. on you. And guess what? It sucks. And you know, hey, you what? know what? You spent all that damn money. And guess what? You knew with that wedding book, you burn it at a friend's house on divorce night. That's what I did with my first one. And you know what? I'll give the uh, <laughs> I'll give the brides an out because sometimes it's the momzilla that's the problem. Yes. There's a lot of momzillas out I there. I will have to tell you there are those. Two. I recently experienced that at the shop where a, we had misspelled two things in the program. No, no, no. But they you, proved no, no, it. No, 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 no. You misspelled one. One. And one was the and an error. relationship. It was a, a relationship. Was it the brother know, of the groom or groom a of the sister, sister or, the or somebody? But the bride was fine. She got over it. She didn't care. It was fine. Her mom was pissed, brought it down. Well, let, she let's preface it, this, though. The procedure is you lay everything out. And you proof it. Okay, it was missed, but you also send a proof and say to the family. We give you the copy and say, here. You have to go over this This is and how we're going to print it. Off. This is how we're going to print it. Does this look right? Exactly. Yes. And they say, okay. And they signed off on it. And then we print it and then they bitch about it. Exactly. That happens all the time in the print industry. It's not. Oh, no, no. But, but the point is that the bride was like, fine. She's like, you know what? We the, worked on this together. The, the we bride both proofed was embarrassed it. of her mother. She was embarrassed of her mother. Yes. So It was. And you know what? I just want to say, everybody, I I am very excited. We just went to a wedding last month. It was a lot of fun. But also do family portraits. The bride portraits. and groom were wonderful. Nice, simple, laid back. It was back. lovely. I think that this Loverly. will be wonderful for the two of them. 
have another wedding's coming up in spring. It will be wonderful. But Red Corn Studios will do family but portraits, senior, seniors, exactly. and high school seniors. Not, I guess, they'll do old people too. Uh, headshots. I did my aunt's picture for the panograph here. Speaking of the panograph, is that going to be in there? Soon? It better be. Uh, or, or it's a really good picture, in my opinion. Did they already do all that? Uh, yes, they did the interview. So yeah, for, she's going to be for uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That is, or is it Cancer Awareness? Breast cancer. Breast cancer, and actually, um, Pampered Chef is doing a campaign as well. Yes, they do every month. Whip cancer. There you go. Well, when a cancer, uh, they have special products. You can go onto my website. And they're doing the pink stuff again. Even better pink stuff. It's even pinker this year. If you're interested, just email Redboy at redboypodcast.com. And I will, he'll forward that on to me. There you go. And I will get you the information. There you go. Hey, Amy, how about a random fact of the week? Maggie, our daughter's name. Yes. Speaking of dogs, Maggie is one of the top five dog names according to uh, the AKC or whatever the dog people are. American Kennel Club. Yeah. Is yes. that weird? AKC. Um. Well, let's see. Let's let's back this up. Our agent. Said our neighbor, her dog, is named Maggie. Is Maggie? My brother's dog. They adopted it from a um, rescue his name place. Maggie. Maggie. Um. One of my girlfriends. Is their dog is named Maggie? Our agent, our State Farm uh, insurance agent's name Maggie. Her name she is was, Maggie. She was glad that we actually named our daughter Maggie because she's tired of hearing dogs named Maggie. <laughs> I don't know. And Amy, your random quit. Your random. me say your random question to ponder, Amy. Yes, Matt. What body part do you wash first? Oh, let me think about that. I I put this down as soon as I saw it because I know exactly what body part I put first. My armpits. My right arm. Because I put the soap in, the, I'm a left-handed kind of guy. I put the soap in the squishy, soap it up, and I take it and I go bloop, right there onto the right arm. Would right you like me to tell you something that I learned about thing? They say you should only soap up if you have sensitive skin. Soap up the the, and I'm putting my quote fingers up. Please do quotes the dirty parts, and then just let the rest of your body cleanse with the water. So really, uh huh. I don't know if I'm buying that. I, that's how I wash. Huh. Okay. Well, so kids, my stinky parts are clean. The rest of it's probably not so. I don't know. I'm just saying. But really, if you clean the stinky parts, the rest of you is not all that stinky, is it? No. Really? And I wash my my hair. So do I. You don't I, have any of that. <laughs> you funny, funny people. Okay. Smile, Matt. I'm on Canon camera. Let me see all those right, love, those love smile, those little love lines. I know. I'm an old man. Uh, all right, Amy. Last time on the Red Boy Podcast, you talked about the Disney Movie Club. Yes, we did not do it. I ripped everything up and threw it away. Good, because we have some feedback about that. Hey, Matt, Amy. It's Steve. Uh, I'm listening to the last episode. I don't know what number it is. You probably know what it is. Um, <laughs> please, for the love of God, do not join the Disney Movie Club, because it is a total scam. They, they Sure, they give you a couple movies cheap, and then what they do is they send you their featured selection every month unless you fill out the postcard every month and tell them that you don't want the featured selection, which is whatever they can't get rid of in the normal channels, like, you know, Pocahontas 7, Miko opens a casino, or whatever it happens to be. <laughs> That's so wrong. Oh, Miko yeah, I would, uh, I would stay away from that. You can get good deals on Disney movies if you just keep your eyes open at, like, Best Buy and Costco and, and BJ's and stuff like that anyway. And while you were talking about stuff in the uh, that shouldn't be going on in the toilets, I can I can kind of top that because the uh, toilet at work 
there's a gentleman on my floor. He does work on my floor. Who uh, insists on clipping his fingernails in the bathroom. And to make matters worse, he doesn't clean up his clippings. He leaves them on the floor in the stall. So, yeah, first of all, don't clip your toenails at work or your fingernails at work. Second of all, if you're going to clip your fingernails at work, do it at your desk and throw it away in your garbage can. Don't leave it on the floor for other people to clean up. All right. Anyway, uh, hope all's well. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you, Steve. Yes. <laughs> well, I had the ding-dong wrapper in our freaking bathroom, so, you That's know. disgusting. Clipping no to- food in the bathroom. Yeah, but clipping your toenails in the bathroom. And then Fingernails. Can- well, yeah, but I can understand. I'm not surprised you know, they won't clean it up, though. Clip them over a garbage can yeah. or the sink and then yes. rest, you know. Well, or over fr- the toilet. Just clean. Our, our, our new listener. Flush them away. Flush them away. Run away. Run away. Our new friend, uh, Jared, who new caller anyway, from last podcast episode. Uh, that really wasn't a sentence, was it? Anyway, he calls in again. Speaking of bathrooms. Hey, guys. It's Jared. Um, actually, if I I wasn't early enough or long enough uh, into my listening to realize that first timers always get in. Otherwise, I would have been more uh, discretionary about leaving that message as far as the doing it while I was walking up a hill. He was kind of breathing, laboring, heavy. breathing heavy. Sorry about that. Anyway, I'm glad to hear though that my phone has better sound quality than the iPhone. Yes, it does. Anyway. My feedback on, I, I'm a little bit late, but the I wanted to jump in on the using other people's bathrooms because, <laughs> first off, Matt, don't try and understand why women do it or convince Amy why they're right or wrong for their reasons or whatever. You know, they're just going to do it, so... I I think barely jumped on to one of my thoughts that if if you're going to stink up a room, do it somewhere else. (laughs) Guys aren't worried about privacy. Any group of people that entertain themselves and each other for hours with various gaseous emissions aren't going to be worried about privacy. But I think they (laughs) may be worried about lingering smell in their own own territory. But... uh, I think the other possibility is you may have some slackers that know that if they go to another level, they can evade their boss for longer, avoid work for longer. I buy that. Just a thought. I think we may may have some lazy people going on there, but I agree. People that use other people's bathrooms should be drawn and quartered, (laughs) uh, shot on sight, made to listen to Miley Cyrus music, some form of torture anyway. Talk to you later. Bye. I agree, Jared. I heard that song today and I started dancing. Aw, isn't that sweet? Oh, and over here, the reason you heard a bleep earlier, uh, we have a voicemail talking about, I think this one. I must have dozed when I was... Oops, sorry. I need to realize my voicemail email does not hear. Hello, Cornfield people. It's Kathy again. Okay, I finished listening to your latest podcast, and um, as I was listening to the comments, I figured I missed something because I had no idea what they were talking about with the using other people's bathrooms and the bras and stuff, so I have to go and listen to that other podcast. I don't know what happened. I think I I must have dozed when I was listening to that one or something, and or spaced out, because I don't remember, it. and so I'm going to have to listen to it again. But based on the comments, how about this for using other people's bathrooms? Where I work office we have a courier that comes in 
and he uses our bathroom. Yes, he comes in to pick up what he need, the, the blood samples that he needs to pick up, and he decides to use our bathroom and pick, leaves the rest of the office. Pick up very, very stinky at the end of the day. Not very nice. And totally donate Prosper's Goodwill. Do it all the time. Do they, What do they do with them? I don't know, but I t- always donate my Prosper's Goodwill. Huh? And question of the week, how long does it take to get the burned popcorn smell? Probably forever. But try <laughs> a bowl of water with some lemon in it. Ooh. That helps. And um, that'll help. And if you put, the, put a washcloth in the bowl of water with the lemon in it and heat it up for a few minutes and then use that same washcloth to wipe the inside of the microwave, it'll help take the residue out. So it will help take the burnt smell out a little bit faster. Okay, that's it for this week. So talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, good Was tip. Excellent. Lemon. Mom, I had, we've also been given the tip of using vanilla. Vanilla, yes. Heating something else other than that. The water and the vanilla. So and we, now you have a, a compadre too, Amy, in the uh, bra donation category. I'm going to give them. You are going to give them. I, I have. We have a lot of work ahead of us. I know. Okay. And uh, speaking of uh, shortened voicemails, barely left six voicemails. I took the liberty of remixing barely. So this is barely remixed, cut it down to about a quarter of the time. <laughs> so this is barely. This is just going to be barely laughing. This is kind of <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> idea. I wish I thought about that before now. Uh, this is barely time lapsed, as it were. Hey, Mamie, it's barely. Well, Matt, I agree with Amy. Yeah, I had a tooth extracted, and I got the tooth fairy to come, so I think the tooth needs to come for Maggie's extracted tooth. No. You, you were talking about the children of the cornfields. Is that the um, sequel to Children of the Corn? Instead of, like, machetes and everything, they're, well, at least in your case, they're wielding blogs and uh, microphones. And uh, <laughs> and also, Farm and Fleet, oh, love that store. Oh. I call it a... Um, Farmer's version of Meyer. I love Meyer. But, uh, yeah, we have the uh, Farm and Fleet up here in northern Illinois, too, so it's not a, just a central Illinois thing. Uh, Matt, I really hate to rain on your parade here, but Amy, um, the Disney Movie Club, uh, can you send me the information on that? Because, well, let's see, four-year-old. Amy, normally towards the end of the show, is kind of like, are we done with this? Are we done with this? Can we just go? This episode, she's like, it's done already. I don't want it to be done. I want to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You never know what podcasting magic will happen. <laughs> I uh, I heard. Yes, I finally got her onto your voicemail. And, okay, we were a day late, but she did say R. We're seeing a pirate ship come in in uh, Martha's Vineyard. So <laughs> I'm here on the beach. You guys are not so Amy is now saying Matt is a fairy. Um, <laughs> wow. So many comments. <laughs> oh, boy. Where can I begin? Or should I just be quiet now? Be quiet. I can hear Matt going, quiet. 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 <laughs> so there you go. There's Barely Remix. <laughs> It really took me like probably about 20 minutes to remix Barely. But thank you, Barely, for all that voicemail. And last but not least, our friend Tim from Taste Like Burning. Hey, Matt and Amy, it's Tim. Matt, I'm glad to hear that your Craigslist sale did not end Silence of the Lamb style. I'm glad you're <laughs> not in some trunk in pieces going down some dark interstate or perhaps in some kind of storage facility in a jar of disgusting liquid. 
In this episode, I really felt the love during the scout talk. You guys gave me a real warm, fuzzy, kind of violent feeling. It was interesting. Amy, you should definitely be on the pod, Trophy. You don't suck. You are fantastic. You're great. I hear the love out there for you, and apparently for your new boobs. But never doubt that you are a strong and important half of the Red Boy podcast, and we all love you. You guys were also talking about the retrosexual fad. From the sound of it, I get the retro part, but the sexual part, not so much. And Matt, for God's sake, do not grow a mustache. I don't know. I think you're kind of like me. If you try to grow one, like Amy said, it's going to look like you have mange or something. But, you know, I just don't see you with a mustache, especially not one of those handlebar mustaches. And I have to say, Matt, I'm very sorry. I'm guilty of trans floor pooping. But I did it for good reason, and these reasons are twofold. One, I did it because the floor was 95% women. And two, I did it because, well, the floor was mostly empty. Anyway, you guys have a great show, and I love it, and I can't wait to hear more. Have a good week, and I'll talk at you later. Bye. Uh, Tim, trans, I never, trans floor pooping. I never I thought of it. that, though. What? Okay, your floor is 100% women, and you're the only guy going in there. So who cares? Well, no, because if you're leaving, they oh, would give you, you so oh. much grief. So you go on down to a different floor. I can, I can, but I can get that. I think Tim has come up with a new term: trans floor pooping. <laughs> I love it. Are you trans floor pooping? You are. You trans floor pooper. Oh, and I almost forgot. And Crystal, can't you just leave a regular voicemail? Crystal sent an email, a voicemail, and. Eco note. I don't know if she's being. What's that? I, she must be being green. I don't, it must be a Canadian thing. So let's see what Crystal has to say from her eco note or echo note. It's gonna be. Oh. Oh, it's only one ear. Apparently, too. it's in one channel. My, not my fault, kids. Hey, Matinee. Oh, it's Rod. Never mind. <laughs> it says. Oh, it is Spotgeister. My bad. Amy, it's Rod from the Life of Spotgeister's wife. I'm just curious. Uh, you know, if people have issues using their own work bathroom. <laughs> Why don't they do the same thing I do and uh, just make a point of training your body to go in the morning before you even leave the house so you don't have to worry about it the rest of the day? Because, you know, I hate public <laughs> bathrooms, especially for doing the number two, and I hate the toilet paper because the toilet paper is always sandpaper. And I like my nice, soft, fluffy, uh, high-end, whatever, tenderloin uh, toilet paper I've got. So <laughs> i just uh, kind of throwing it out there. Why don't, you know, if you got issues, go into the bathroom public places is try and train your body or something i don't know go figure anyways uh keep up the great work love the show i probably have some other comments but uh this will have to do for now all the best bye <laughs> oh that was funny oh rod thank you very much and i don't know if, i love their accent i don't know what people heard on that end because i heard, I heard it, it in one ear in one ear but it looked <laughs> like it was doing it on both ears on there so you let us know if you heard it if you're rod and stereo or mono we don't know Ooh. Oh, Amy. Well, thank you for joining us here on Red Boy Podcast 150. What the hell is this? 159? 159. Amy's notes are actually printed on a pampered chef receipt because she doesn't clean out the printer. No, because I was processing my re- my, my orders. I know. We're supposed to podcast like last night and three days before that. So, you know. Amy, anything left to add for the good of the cause? I don't know. I don't know. According to some people, we could just go on for like hours and hours we and they'd love should. to listen. I don't think so. I think you're tired. I think we're going to save this. I think I need one more beer before bed because that's how I sleep. What time is it? It is uh, 9.50 here in the cornfields. And you know what? The cornfields are now golden. Oh, they're soon to be the, the barren cornfields of Central It is Illinois. so beautiful right now. The 
Redboypodcast.com. There is a lovely, crisp feeling in the air. And then they start combining the fields, and then you start sneezing you your brains see, out. And you can't see. your eyes are... Covered in pollen and dust and, yeah. It's kind of like cornfield... No, but it's Cornfield really nice. pollution. It is interesting to be outside. It's, it is they cool. good sunsets. Yeah, but it is very cool when you're outside and it's cold... And the it's sunny, and the wind is blowing, and those leaves are just falling down. And you're out there raking them, going, "Sons of no, bitches!" No, I just—it's cool. Just to, the dog is barking at the leaves as they're falling. It's freaking yep. her out. She's barking at him. It's like, okay, oh, Belle. Uh, poor Belle. She's alive though. She is alive. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Our puppy is alive. D O W G is alive. So. Anything else, Amy? I, All right, no, I was just thinking mail. the investment we've made in this little puppy. I know. 206-888-GEEK if you're still hanging around. 206-888-4335 is the voicemail. Redboy at redboypodcast.com. Or, of course, the website is redboypodcast.com. And I would just like one thing is with Bell. Yes. Our startup costs are now complete. I think our startup costs are complete. That's our what I startup about. costs are And I don't are think done. they charge us for the chipping because we I don't think, think it was... It oh, was, we almost killed your dog. It was the we almost <laughs> killed your dog discount. Yeah, we think that's what it was. So, All right. unless they're listening now, and then they'll charge then us. They'll, they'll oh, bill us. Oh, Could happen. Plus interest, I'm sure. Maybe we can get a, a doggy bailout. <laughs> we need to start doing the Disney countdown. Oh, we do that in the next show. Yes, I know. We're getting close, We're within, people. Yeah, kind of like the, We're, it's the transition starting to, to get HGTV. magical. And I have to say, I'm really a little scared about this trip coming up. Why? Because I'm feeling that we are going to have a lot of those magical moments with the youngling. With her, the younglinger. Mm-hmm. Young I'm hoping that, that she will be overcome by the magicalness of it. She and better be or she'll be overcome by my hand on her ass. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, that'll do it for the <gasps> Red Did Boy you Podcast. you hear that, people? It I wasn't me. Turn me in. Whatever. Kiss my butt. Amy, anything else for the good of the cause? Clearly not because you're tapping. Okay, stop it. All right, well, kids. Chew the beat. We are them. We are they. We're the parent people your parents warned you about, and we are out of here from the cornfields of central Illinois. Wishing you peace and love. Amy, we are out. out.